What's up, guys? It's Luxury and Port here. Uh, this week, what do we talk about? So we talked about um, if people change or not, um, as well as the Air Force Manning and kind of career advice. Yeah, and um, granted, you hear us talk about this, uh, about what our specific jobs are, but just remember, it's a lot of these things are applicable to everybody. Uh, on that note, we also talked about who are the heroes in everyday society and what makes a hero. And I think we had some good uh, sidebars and just in general pieces of knowledge. If we can be pretentious again, you'll see, you'll hear that reference a few more times. But that's all I really got. What else you got, Port? No, I think that's it. It just uh, kind of uh, what's important in life as well as like what to focus on versus uh, all the uh, frivolous feed, fleeting stuff. So yeah. stay tuned. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, enjoy, guys. See ya. You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. All right, here's a heavy one. Do people change? Are you asking me? I've thought about this one. I've had a... I say no. I would also say no. Although, I mean, I guess this is people changing, but, like, you'd, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on what we're talking about. So, like, for the most part, people aren't changing, but, like, I'm, the di- I'm a different person than I was mm-hmm. when I was in high school. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't say, like, I'm... Like, my mentality is way different. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my ideals and ethics or whatever are still there. Yeah. I haven't, like... Eh. Well, so I think people can change completely, but that's rare. Yeah. For the vast majority of people, they stay the same and, like, mm-hmm. alter some stuff, but I, they don't actually change. I think I have... So, my note of podcast... Or my list of podcast notes, I think I've I've hit this exact, uh, exact, exact thing. So, my thoughts on it... <clears throat> I don't believe people will change, right? Um, sure, you adapt to different things. Like maybe you you have different drinks that you like now, or you know you have different hobbies that you attend. But that's not the change I typically think about when I'm talking about change. I'm talking about um, when you fall back on what you always do. That never changed. So like you know. Uh, and we kind of talked about this last time. I hate to like fall straight back into your relationship type stuff. But <laughs> when you think about it, right, um, we've all had, we've dated people who have different quirks. Like I dated a girl who her thing was she would just run, right? If she, any kind of conflict she'd, she'd have, she would just shut people off and just avoid making any kind of uh, effort towards that and just kind of put it off. And no matter who, she's always going to be that person. Now that's not to say she can't not, she can't get better at running from it, but she's always going to be that person. Just like the, like if you have, um, let's get away from relationships. If I know I'm a person who is, um, gosh, it's really, it's it's difficult not to, it's it's easy to relate it to relationships. Well, another good one, or, Maybe like the overview is actually what Walken wanted to talk about on the podcast, which we should do at some point. Is um, 
And I think he got this from East of Eden. I think you 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 read that too. Uh, right? no, I it's in the mail though. Oh, I'm getting ready um, to read it. Is like what you believe in, what you would fight for, and who you fight against. Kind of, yeah, it's like what it's like basically your like main like ideal and like what is your core. Manifesto yeah, most? yeah. Like that thing probably doesn't that's exactly alter too much, but you're and like you're like main like running from stuff or something yeah. like that. That's like hard to break. Like those yeah. bad habits die hard kind of thing. Yes. Those things are yes, going to stay the yes. same, but like you're still going to change some aspects of your life. Oh, yeah. Like you're, you're like no one's – if you, if we didn't change at all, we'd still be, you know, people – like we'd be grown-ups wearing diapers and not talking, right? Um, we change. We grow as people. But there's certain things um, with, I believe, within our subconscious that you just don't – like you may be able to suppress those, but – you just can't get rid of them. Like they, people talk about alcoholism being a disease, right? Even if you stop drinking, you're still going to be an alcoholic, right? That doesn't change. Like the fact that you don't drink doesn't change the fact that you're still, it's, it's part of who you are. Um, now that said, that doesn't mean you can't deny yourself that like somebody, for instance, if, if you know somebody uh, is a cheater or whatever they're still going to be a cheater they're always going to be you can't change what they've done in the past you can't change that being yeah, part of who they are that's a good point but they may stop cheating you know it's I, I really have a heart when people say they change and I don't <laughs> I don't think that people uh, like people give you know, second chances. I'm all for giving second chances because I, if I mess up, I want a second chance yeah. as well. But giving somebody a second chance, you have to know what you're getting into. So you can have... It, it's. I think the issue is when people give, say, a cheater a second chance, right? They have to know going in that this... the capable, They have to make a cost decision and say, I'm giving this person who has proven... He, he or she is incapable of being uh, or, or is capable of infidelity, another shot at whatever. If you can reconcile with that, fine. But you can't, <laughs> it's the old fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, yeah. right? You, people, I don't, I don't think people change. Yeah, well said. Um, but if we could strive from that for a second, back into relationships, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, it kills me when I hear girls talk about getting back with their exes who cheated. <laughs> Especially when they get burned again. Yeah. And I got to say, I think that's more of a girl thing. Is it not? Like, well, first of all... Ah, ooh, I don't think so. Go well, ahead. First of all, guys tend to be the more often the cheaters, I would... I mean, I've seen, I've seen it many... You know, I think it's pretty close, but maybe it's just Hollywood or whatever has publicized that, but... Um, but, like... I feel like I've talked to so many girls, and not even like them getting cheated on, but even them being in a relationship, and they're like, you know, their boyfriend would cheat the bad, not like hit them or anything crazy, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just treat them kind Abu- of like yeah, shit. maybe abuse them like emotionally yeah, or something yeah. like that. But they and I'm like, so he's doing this stuff. Why do you like stay with him? Why do you keep going back? They're like, well, I kind of like like it. Like they kind of like they kind of that like- I've never heard. <laughs> Go ahead though. Go ahead though. <laughs> they like um, assholes. Basically, is essentially what it comes down to. Uh-huh. And they not that like getting treated badly because that would be kind of sadistic, right? That's the word. Um, masochistic. Masochistic. Uh, 
But they just I like, I think they just like, like someone else being, they kind of like have given themselves to somebody else. Like, like they are like, uh, the, the, the other person is kind of dominant. Into you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, they're kind of like, oh, I mean, I still want to be with him because I like him and he's very like, you know, cool and powerful or, yeah. you know, or whatever else. Like, and, uh. I'll just keep forgiving him. Or, especially the, he's going to change routine. Yeah, I'm right? going to change him. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, going back to what I said, people don't change. And again, uh, like, uh, it happens on both sides, right? But you you said you've heard a lot where girls cheat. Yeah, so I, it's not that I've heard a lot, but when I think about it, you know, there's, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's more publicized that, or there's a more of a stigma that it's men who cheat. But I know without blowing people's spot up too much, I know I know for a fact women cheat just as often as men and it's just I think it's the way I think I, maybe it's the cleverness is the best way to put it. Women uh, I in think a different women, avenue kind of, right? Yeah, I think women get caught cheating less. Okay. Um I've been cheated on before. Uh, I I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever cheated on any of the girls. Like I might have been like dating somebody, but and then like started talking to somebody else. But yeah. that's a little different than yeah. like actually being like a boyfriend or girlfriend. And then some. I've heard the argument. Some people say unless you're engaged or married, it doesn't count as cheating. You know. I don't know how I feel about that's, that. That's that's that skit savagery. That's though. the that's the savagery right there. That, I think that's. Uh, I think that's changing the way you're. You're you're manipulating the situation yeah. to, for you to come out on top, but uh, I can see the point. But okay, yeah, you know, I, I was saying I, I I do think that w- women cheat just as often as men, and I even oh I gotta find this article. I think I brought this up before, but there is and this will kind of also open my eyes because I read this I don't know maybe we'll say four or five months ago that. Women, especially like women who've been married for, you know, 10 years or so, a lot of them nowadays are cheating because it's keeping their, they're saying, I can't say like exactly the, the article word for word because it was a while ago, but the idea is that by them cheating, it's keeping their marriage together because they're not stuck into the same routine all the time. They have another outlet. Not to say I agree with this, but they're saying that they have another outlet to put some of this, um, you know, frustration or, you know, have these fans like this. There's some things that a woman may do or may not do with her husband that she would do with some random guy, you know, and having these kind of, uh, not salacious. I don't know if that's the word. I think that's the word, uh, but having these kind of relationships, although I don't, I don't personally agree with it. That's what their opinion is on the situation, and I, I think, I think it's different. I think guys, when they do it, we get. I think it's we get caught, but doing dumb shit versus girls when they get caught, they already have rationalized. They've already, they've basically set up their trap. Or set up their kind of whole background story so they have an excuse versus guys just do it and then like they kind of come up with a plan after versus I th- I kind of restating what I just said but 
females have a plan going into the cheat versus yeah. coming up with a plan after And uh, I kind of feel about it because, like, I, I listen to a podcast where it's all girls for one of them. And, uh, Is that the, uh, what's it called? Guys uh, We Fucked. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a good shot. I, uh, but anyways, go ahead. It's, it's a pretty good one. But that, like, that one I always think about when I listen to it is, like, they, uh, I mean, they do a good job, I think, of keeping a balance at times. But sometimes it's very much like a feminist kind of like, you know, attacking men kind of thing. Yeah. But they do do a good job. They do kind of keep it fair, but uh, I just get that sense sometimes. So hopefully we're not getting that sense right now where it's just us two. But, you know, girls are welcome on this podcast, of course, to talk about stuff. Are you, but, what are you saying as far as those guys? Are you saying that they're – it's kind of one-sided? They're kind of like saying like, you know, guys always do this and it's their fault kind of thing. Okay, and like yeah, women yeah. are empowered to do it this way, but guys aren't. Almost yeah. Like, almost like sometimes double standards and stuff yeah. like that. Hey. But then other times they're like – uh, girls fuck this up sorry guys you know yeah. what I mean but um, what the I was double, the damn double standard yeah dude but the reason I was saying that was cause like um, it, it does seem like girls oftentimes like especially with like uh, sex related stuff it's like why does your you know you, you always see these we always get bombarded by these articles right where it's like you, you know uh, why do women not enjoy sex or something cause you're like you know, you're doing it wrong or you don't know what you're doing. It's almost, it's always like the woman is like, you know, innocent and the guy, it's all the yeah. guy, right? But, We've uh, all had like people who are bad at sex. Yeah, like, it's, That's no fun for the guy or the girl. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's, yeah. But so, yeah, and I think what you alluded to is like, just like we know, like men are more physical kind of uh, visual, whereas yeah. women are more uh, emotional. So yeah, they could be a cheating on an emotional sense. I guess yeah. I never really thought about it that way. But then, uh, and that's, like you said, easier to hide. And then guys, obviously, if they're doing something physical, that's not easy to hide. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is, like, can you, you can blame a guy for, well, so I guess this goes both ways, but it's, like, you can blame the guy for cheating, like, in terms of, like, guys versus girls. But then, again, there's a girl on the other end. If yeah. she knew, knows that you're married or something... Mm-hmm. She's accepting that too. So like, yep. She's a, is that she's that's partially not, to blame too. Yeah, exactly. And it goes vice versa too. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, With the emotional thing. Yeah. Well. How do you? What are your opinions, man? I, the lap of luxury is really is going. We we're we're gonna str- hit our stride as far as relationships. We <laughs> uh, need to fucking doctor Phil on this bitch or something, <laughs> dude. Uh, what are your thoughts on? Or have you ever had an experience with? You being single and then a girl who is, whether has a boyfriend, girlfriend, um, is married, fiance, whatever, um, them coming to hit on you and basically wanting to cheat on their significant other with you. Have you ever been put in that situation or what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you approach that? Because it's kind of like, we kind of brought that up. How is her fault? Or, and it, and it, like I said, goes vice versa. She has, he or she has a place in blame with that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so maybe, I mean, I don't think I've ever really been in that situation. Maybe I've kind of felt like it was kind of coming to that. But um, I don't know if that's bad on me. Maybe these girls aren't attracted to me. But uh, <laughs> Maybe you're being pretentious. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or maybe, see, another part of that too is like maybe I'm just with high... I have high quality female friends who wouldn't <laughs> cheat on their, you know, it's probably me though. Well, wait, that's fucked up. Now I'm making fun of the female. <laughs> no, no. 
basically what I'm trying to say is I, I'm ugly and uh, all my fe- <laughs> all my female friends are uh, good people. But well, anyway, you're quite a handsome fellow. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But anyway, um, I am the ugliest parent after all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I think that that's a very tough one. Um, so you were basically asking like, oh, how do I approach that? Yeah, yeah. So I would just let them down like, like obviously easy, right? But like also be like, hey. Like, you're not supposed to do this, right? So, like, yeah. you got to figure this out with your relationship. Like, what are you guys missing? If it's, if it's something serious, then you should just end it and not... This is not the right course of action, right? Like, yeah. this is not a solution. It's like cheating is not a solution, right? Right. So, um, yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Is that, did that answer your question? Yeah. So, it's, it's basically you're saying, like, you, you probably wouldn't do it or... Yeah. So, I, I have a follow-up question after this story... Which will it'll lead me into it. So, I was fairly recently put in this situation. Um, one of my friends, um, I, I was back home for a little bit, and one of my friends, we were all kind of hanging out, and I knew her husband, and I don't know what like she, I don't know what she had going on, but like it was just really weird and we were all hanging out and like, we were just kind of riding back in the car and like, she starts like putting her hand on my leg Oh boy! and I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. But then like, she just like starts like caressing my leg, like very lovingly. And I was like, uh, this is not good. This ain't no good. And like, it goes further. Like, I was just like, if she goes any higher, this is going to be a problem. Okay. Cause I'm thinking like, dude, I know your husband. I'm wouldn't call myself friends with him, but I I know the person and I I don't dislike them at all. Like I would say they're definitely an acquaintance. But it it was one of those things like you can like and I said, I'm not a cheater and I have only I'm only human. I can only yeah, take so much. No, so like that. I was able to like that day I would say say no. But if it come to it the next time, if the same thing happened, I can't guarantee I would have said no again. And, and here's the thing. It's unfortunate, but it is human nature. Like, if especially yeah. in the moment, like, you know, depending on how, like, uh, secretive you guys were about yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, of him or her not finding out, like, that would be yeah. a very tough situation. And, like, and, and, I, and we're not blaming the people who have cheated in the No, past, no, right? no. It's again, just, it's a human thing. So. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not right, but it's... There's a lot of things in life that aren't right that we we continue as humans to do, and that's why. And we're all on the journey to get you know on that path to enlightenment, right? That's to right. not do these things. But um, it, yeah, it's where do you draw the line? That's kind of where I was going at. Like, at what point do you draw the line, and at what point can you no longer like for me? Like I said, if it had if it had happened another night. It would have been devastating, I'm pretty sure. But I don't think I would have gone too far. But, like, it could have definitely gone further than it should have, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. I, I think you draw the line when you, like you said, like, when you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like and <laughs> you drew the line with, like, if she gets higher than this part, right? But yeah. Like, I mean, obviously also, like, a, an emotional sense, you know? Like, yeah. You're like, I... I can tell she's, like, coming on to me at this bar or something like that. And, like, she's talking to me in a certain way. And, I, you know, 
I gotta like talk to her about it or re- yeah. even remove yourself from the situation. Which, if you remove yourself from the situation, she might do it to somebody else. So yeah. like, she, it's probably better just to yeah. talk to her. <laughs> and I, th- and I think I think you got it right there. Um, I and on this one, I didn't necessarily. Like, I kind of. I didn't do anything. Really. I just kind of like she did it, and I just acted like it wasn't happening. I was just continued to like straight eyes straight ahead, acting like it was nothing. Like just kind of still cut up with the people in the car, and yeah, didn't give anything. Like hey, like what are you doing? It, so to a degree, I was complacent or complicit. I guess I guess complicit is the, uh, the correct word, but. Also didn't, you know, didn't go any further. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think you're all good. Yeah, I, 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 I know I'm all good. I mean, and like, yeah. And the other thing is like, if she does it like, if it's once, it's like, maybe she learned her lesson because nothing happened. I think so. But I think that definitely if it happens happened. multiple times and you don't do anything, then it's kind of like. Yeah. I mean, but that, you I gotta mean, say you gotta say some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yeah. something. What was your. Uh, yeah, uh, you had anything else on that? or No, I think that was it. I have another thing, though. Go for it. Um, oh, shoot, what was I going to do? Uh, let's see. Oh, so this is a, kind of a filler, but... <laughs> uh, isn't it funny, like, the way we think of uh, girlfriends and, like wives like um obviously a girlfriend is someone who you're not married to right but mm-hmm. you're dating or like going steady with uh but you think of like guys who have unfortunately been divorced and they're like older yeah and they're like you know let's just say 50 or something and they're yeah. like oh hey my girlfriend is right over there and you're like you're what you know what i mean because you always think like people who are like you know 40 or over should be with a wife. Yeah. So you never think of like, yeah. you never think of their significant yeah. other as a girlfriend. I remember when we were in, uh, Barksdale and, uh, we were having a retirement ceremony for one of the really old guys from, uh, oh, sorry, from the 93rd. Uh, and he had a, he had his girlfriend with him, but yeah. I, like, it was just weird to f- like hearing it. Like, yeah. it wasn't his like, uh, and I want to give these flowers to my girlfriend, not my, you know, not, yeah. not a wife. Like, wait, you know hold I mean? on. That yeah. is really weird. Yeah. Isn't that kind of odd? That's super odd because it just never, it never phased you that somebody can yeah. either never have gotten to that point where they were married or they've broken up because it's not like you're going to like break up, say you get a divorce. You're not going to just jump from single to being married. You're going to have to date somebody. Yeah. And you just don't think about that once you hit a certain age. And actually, a really good thing to talk about here is, like, the Air Force and divorces. Was this the Air Force or is military in general? Uh, military in general, but actually British society in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, especially military, it just seems like... If you don't take care of your family, like, your family life, like, it can really drive a stake in things. Because, yeah. I mean, and actually this is what we're talking about. Again, we're going back to relationships, but... This is what we're talking about with, uh, shoot, what was it? Oh, yeah, like, you know, you, ta- you talking to a girl and being like, how are you going to build that foundation if like, you're, like, leaving in a month? And you're like, <laughs> You're inevitably hey, always leaving in a month. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want to uh, 
come move like halfway across the country with me. We've only known each other for like seven months. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just do that with me and uh, we'll see how it goes or what, you know, or like, oh, let's do this long distance thing and then maybe you yeah. move with me in like two years or something. It's like, <laughs> oh God, yeah. that's not such a great prop- proposition, right? Like, yeah. I mean, and I, and I was thinking about it, like it kind of happens if like, you know, we, if you're like in, I don't know, San Francisco and you meet somebody in LA and then you're like, hey, uh, I'm from San Francisco. Do you want to come move up there in like, you know, a year or something like that? Yeah. Like, it's hard to tell someone like, hey, quit your job and like, you know, everything you kind of know and all your friends, your circles and stuff and come move with me. Yeah. Actually, that was the um, premise of the suicide prevention video. You're Remember right. that? Yeah, you're right. So, because she was she upset about it. missing her... Uh, Friends and she was talking about guy too much. The questionable relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's all coming together. Suicide prevention. The the questionable relationship, like there's always one of those things, is a not quite appropriate relationship, and it may be the downfall of society. Yeah, but like the military divorces, that's just a very. I mean, I guess that just comes with the Manning. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, I said military, right? Yeah, the military and divorces. He said, oh, he, he, yeah, but we get what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a very tough thing for the spouses, you know what I mean? But I, I just wish the military w- was able to get a better handle on that. And really, again, it's just a manning issue, right? I think it's difficult with active duty compared to guard and reserve. You know, you, you're, if you're guard reserve, you're not moving anywhere. That's you're, true. You're good. You know, you know when your deployments are coming up. You know when you're... Uh, your TUIs are coming up. You you know you're not going to be going anywhere. Like you're not going to be three years off somewhere else. You know, three thousand miles away potentially. And reserve and guard don't they just volunteer for the deployment? Yeah, like, a lot of times. I mean, yeah. you, usually it's like recommended or whatever to deploy. I don't know once every two years, but like yeah, they they still choose. Yeah. So I, I think that's I, I don't have a great handle on it, but I think that's essentially kind of what it comes down to. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's difficult. So I don't know about you, but I'm a person who I prefer a professional woman. Uh, I want somebody like my reasonings for liking a professional woman is because I want her to her self worth not to be tied solely to me. Yeah, uh, and that's attractive to me. Somebody who has a high self worth, who has her own stuff, who has her own independence. So getting somebody to move across the country or even across a city or across a state, I should say, that's very difficult kind of going off where you're talking about. Even like you're talking about like moving from L.A. to San Diego um, or San Francisco, sorry. Um, it can be difficult because at the same time, like you're kind of like we're talking about, you know, us being the male, them being the female, so them moving with us, it could just as easily be the other way around. It just happens to be that our occupation, we like, we have a contract on ourselves essentially. So we have no choice but to go wherever we're yeah. told, you know. So, and that's the tough thing. It's like, I mean, specifically with me, my most recent ex girlfriend. Um, I had to kind of like end it because of the long distance, but I would have moved mm-hmm. if I, I would have, cause she wanted to stay still. Mm-hmm. So I would have moved to her if I could have, yeah. but obviously we can't, you know, cause yeah. we can't, we have no control. Over that. Say. Yeah. But 
Um, real quick, what is the solution to the Manning problem? I think it is GS positions. GS positions. Like huh? civilians? Like okay. contractors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To Expound. assist wherever they can. Basically for additional duties. Yeah. Like is happening right now. And look at us. I mean, I think we're shortly we're going to have more time on our hands. You know yeah. what I mean? Once the guys get spun up. Yeah. So, I think that would be a good thing. Because, I mean, I don't think the Air Force is exactly hurting for money. I no. mean, in some aspects they are. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Navy actually is too because they're like trying to get their like jets repaired and stuff and they were talking about how they don't have it in the budget but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure they could probably find some money for that but yeah I, I think that's... everybody's struggling with money but there's yeah. it's a lot of the quality of life you know it's it's a delicate balance I, yeah. I think I think you're onto something with the GS jobs having at least take some of the the additional duties the stuff that there's certain parts of the military that you enjoy like you know a lot of people talk about you know the camaraderie um, the brotherhood, you know, doing a job that's fulfilling. But when you're sure, like, you know, doing a job that's fulfilling, but if most of the time I'm spending doing some, doing stuff that I didn't sign up to do, or I didn't get paid, you know, or not paid, but the government didn't spend millions on millions of dollars training me how to do, that's when it kind of drags on yeah. you, especially when it's something that you have no interest in. It's one thing to have a job that, say you're, um, let's say you're a finance person or something like that and you join the Air Force and you really enjoy doing finance, right? If that's what you signed up to do, then that's what you, it's great. But once you start adding additional duties, that's when it's kind of... It bog, bogs you down, yeah. Yeah. And so I think like um, our commander made a good point. He was like, uh, the Air Force really has like, or the military has like four or five chances where they can make you choose between your family and the military or whatever branch. Yeah. It was odd that he chose four. I didn't get why he picked four. Why not three or you know five? I don't know. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Well, four. he said four or five, but basically, I think that's just what he's seen probably. Yeah. has been like people at the fourth or fifth time have been like, that's what it no, was. fuck you. I'm going to leave the... Uh, I'm out. I'm, yeah, Deuces. I'm done. Because um, actually one of... I actually did that... Uh, I think it's called like Air Force Vector or something. It was like on uh, the uh, uh, main page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like where well, you kind of like mate, mate with like a, I probably shouldn't say that. You connect with a, <laughs> with a mentor. And like, so I, uh, the guy told me, he's like, you know, he was kind of giving me career advice, but he was also like, hey, remember like family life is important and like the, and here you go. Ready for this? You might want to write this one down. The Air Force is just going to be a line in your obituary. Boom. That's it right there. That's yeah. it, man. So really you got to concentrate on what's important in life, you know, but obviously don't be a shithead of your job, but like, and try to, you know, push the envelope and sometimes you might have to have late nights to get the job done, mm. but like, you know, definitely repay your family and like, um, spend time with them and quality time, take leave, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, because a lot of this is fleeting, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. I think we talked about that kind of was Saturday brunch. We said, you know, there's people who want to be, you know, and then this goes for anything, not just the military. People who want to be the top of the top, but why do they want to be the top of the top? Yeah, they just want to make money. They want to do it for respect. So yeah, once you get, what, yeah, once you get to the top, then what do you do? Yeah, like people are gonna look and say, like, what what's more important? Like especially if you have a family, 
that your family looks up to you as this great person or everybody just looks up to you and say, oh, yeah, his, his tombstone reads, you know, Fortune 500 company. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. But if your but if your family's like this guy's a dirtbag and he didn't ever all I cared about. Well, was so General Welsh actually talked about that. He's like a, like a famous speech at the academy. He was like, you know, I was uh, at a point in my life where I was like killing it at work. Like you know, everybody was like praising me and I was doing a good job. And then I and I came home and I'm like, here you go, guys. Here's the leader. You know, and his like he said his wife and like was like. No, you need to be a leader here too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to your 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 kids haven't seen you in so long, you know what I mean? Or like right. they barely see you cuz they're going to bed while you're getting home <laughs> yeah. and like you're not here to help me with the kids or whatever. You know, or like I I barely see you too. So um yeah, that's imp- that you're right. That's good. That's a really good balance. And I would say you should probably balance it towards your family. Oh, e- yeah. And even your like dad and mom, you know, like your immediate family too. Yeah. But um yeah, so and then, real quick, the other stuff about, like, people getting out of the Air Force, I think, to diagnose it is, like, um, just the bullshit that we deal with sometimes. Like, trying to get rid of that. So, like, if we see that the Air Force is trying to get rid of the bullshit, mm-hmm. then we'll be more apt to stay in because we're like, oh, they're trying to help us. Yeah. Versus, like, no, you have to fill out this form. It's like, does this guy, guys, does this make sense? Can I just, like, tell you the information? They're like, no, I need you to fill out this form. We'll get back to you in, like, three weeks. <laughs> It's like, I need this fixed today. Yeah. And, you know, so. It can also go to the other end of the spectrum where they're like, hey, we're doing all this stuff and you don't see it till you're done, you know? Yeah. I think, I think that's part of, uh, one thing I'm starting to learn more and more is you have to look at this like a business as well, because it is, uh, essentially, people will tell you what they need to tell you to get things moving and it's a lot of it is kind of politics to a degree, knowing when to say things and knowing what to say at certain times to just get morale up or and this isn't this isn't me being jaded, but just know like them knowing the right thing to say at the right time just to get what they need. And because, I mean, right, we're all tools to be used. And this again, yeah. this goes in life. We all everywhere. fit into the puzzle. Yeah, right. Uh, we're all cogs in a wheel and or cogs in the machine so managing those cogs requires some kind of finesse and some not taking advantage but knowing what to say just to get somebody you know to move a little bit further so you can make them fit in whatever piece of the puzzle you are so and I mean I think like inherently um, the Air Force can't do this or the military can't do this but it would be it be like to the max extent possible if they could try to get people to do what they want to do mm. versus like um, force them to do certain things. Yeah. You know, that'd be good. Like especially like like Swede is a good example of this. Like he was like, I wanna kinda of try out like another platform or something like that. And I mean he probably could, but it's like if the Air Force like if he tries to apply for that and doesn't get it and then he's he's like, Well, I I'll just get out then. Yeah. Versus like they could Send him to another platform versus losing him. You yeah. know what I mean? And of course, there's like this whole, like, I'm sure financial thing where it's like, well, we don't want to pay him X amount for, you know, a captain's salary or major salary for him to do a lieutenant's job in another platform. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, I don't know. You got you to see what's worth. Would you rather have a person or would you rather spend, and spend a little more money yeah. or what? Um, and then the other thing is like the whole track system where, uh, 
you know, people could say operational and just mm-hmm. be captains or yeah. move to staff. Good, I think that's a good idea, but our current uh, chief of staff does not think so. So yeah. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But he made a good point. He was, uh, eh, eh, I think, an okay point. He's like, uh, you know, him as a young lieutenant would have taken the operational path. So he never would have become chief of staff. Yeah. But that was kind of, <laughs> I guess that's kind of pretentious of him to say like, you guys never would have had me, you know, because yeah. <laughs> I'm doing so many good things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one to decide, but I think that's a good idea, the different yeah. track system. But It gives um, you options, and that's for sure, for the people who want to stay in for like maybe a little bit longer. And I don't know. I, granted, there's some opportunities that will be presented if you kind of step out of your box and what you want to uh, what you want to do but at the same time if you're just a yes man I mean, I've, I've quoted this so many times you know once you've done what you had to do they're never going to let you do what you want to do yeah. if you just go be go do this just because you feel like you have to do this you have to sometimes stand up and say and have the balls to say no I'm not going to do this because I have this in my line of work that I'm thinking about because if you just go and do it, they're gonna be like, "Well, you did this. Well, we're trying to set you up for this, 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 this." And then now you gotta do, and now you're stuck doing completely not what you wanted to do, and you're just trying to get back to what you wanted to, and it's impossible because you did what you had to do at the time, and now you can't get back to do what you want to do because yeah. they've already got you. And that's similar with relationships too, because that's like you kind of like settling for someone, yeah, and you not getting what you wanted, which is like you wanted like. A girl with, you know, this kind of stuff, but, or like, you know, these qualities. And oh, you set up for a... Go ahead. I, <laughs> I, I got more. I... Uh-oh. Do you, do you uh, got something? But yeah. I, I, I want to pile on to that in, in a little bit. I can come back to it. Yeah, so... Um, yes. Oh, buddy. So settling is obviously um, a bad thing to do, but... Uh, yeah, I think that was it. Okay. So, speaking of that, like, you... You sparked it. So I watched this movie last night. I'm by the way, I'm a huge rom com fan. I don't know why. I think it's because it's good stuff. I I think it's the kind of funny, but still hits you in the emotional center. That's what's. And you know what? I wonder if I think the calm part of it is just for guys. Yes, it br- it brings you in. It, like it's it's something that you can get. They know they can get both sides. Yeah, you get the funny awkwardness, but then you also get the. Um, the heartfelt touching in which guys like you, you can like a guy can appreciate you know a little bit of softness in the in a movie. Yeah, that's that's easily said, but it's just you're not gonna just go pick and see. You know, it's like I'm not gonna go see the Notebook with myself. You know, yeah. not happening. Uh, if it, if the Notebook was a rom com, I might think about it, but so I'm I watched this movie. Uh, it was uh, who's the guy in it? Um, who's the guy who played uh, Deadpool? Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds, uh, it's called uh, definitely maybe I think. Um, definitely, it was, it's pretty good. Get if you got a chance. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was very entertaining. The premise of the movie is this guy he has a daughter. He's going through a divorce, and then the daughter's like, you know, tell me about like why you and mom are getting a divorce or like she, or she learns about sex and she's like from like sex ed and then like they start talking about the relationships and he goes in and he changes like he starts telling about how 
he got to marry his wife, but he changes all the names of these women in the story. And she, the daughter is trying to guess who's the mom and all this. And it's, it's pretty cute for the, for the little kid. But the, the end is, or not the end, but one of the statements, and we've heard this so many times in so many movies, but it's essentially it comes down to like, you know, we need to break up because if we don't, I'm just going to hold you back and you're going to resent me for oh, it. God. Okay. We, we've all heard this, right? How true do we think this is? I don't, I don't really buy that. Um, so it's like, it's like I could look, I call bullshit and this is what I wrote. I wrote this kind of down in my phone and we can go on it. So I wrote the line off, you know, I call bullshit on this cheesy movie line, which some may have heard, you know, before in real life. I've never personally heard. Actually, I'll tell you that I've heard it one time from somebody. You know, that's the whole point. You know, like that's that's kind of the whole point is we all hold everybody back at some point um, or in some sort of way. No one can have a relationship where they can just do whatever they want anytime, all the time, and still be in the relationship. It's all about making concessions. And that's kind of where I've got the idea for, like, what concessions do we make? Like, that's, again, that's the whole point. Like, I'm not there to, I'm not here, like, for my girlfriend or fiance. I'm not here to just be, like, have you as somebody in my life and me still get everything I need. I'm supposed to make, uh, I'm supposed to it's make. It's a give and take. Yeah. There's supposed to be some give and take between us. Like, that's the whole point of being codependent on each yeah. other. So, the only thing I can see about that, though, is that um, with my most recent ex, like I was talking about, um, she, like, wanted to stay still, but I, w- I would have moved with her. But, like, we were talking about this hypothetical where if I was able to get out of the Air Force in that moment and go move with her, mm-hmm. I would have done it. But she was worried that I was going to uh, resent her for it because then I was like, Oh, well, I never got to do the Air Force thing. And I think I would have a little bit. A little bit, but like, sure. But I mean, definitely, you have some thoughts about it. But, but definitely, I, I think I would have been more happy in the end overall, right? Yeah. But, I, I mean, it's certainly not to the... Like, I, think, I feel like everybody probably tries to bring it to the level of, like, um, you know, a superhero or something like that. Like, yeah. Sorry about so Spider-Man or whoever else. Like, yeah. you got to... Uh, I'm holding you down. You got to go save lives. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not It's like never that. to that level, you no, know? And just like no. you said, it's like... It, that's the whole, and like, some of the girls I've talked to or dated or whatever have always been like, and the most recent one, pretty bad about this too, but uh, they always like, like they never want to fall in love or like, you know, kind of commitment issues almost like, yeah. I don't want to do they're this because, get their heart hurt yeah, because they're like, um, I just don't know how it's going to end up, you know what I mean? And it's like, you have to take a risk. That's like what relationships are about, like give and take, take yeah. the risks, like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't. But like, you, you make out. you do it for the greater good, almost. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of like being happy and like in love with someone, you know. So, yeah. So it it is is kind of always annoying to hear that. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just don't buy it, man. I I think it's a great line, and it's something that I think has been. It was probably like one or two people ever said it. Like when they first said it back in the day, and you're like, oh damn, that's super like. You know, that's spot on. That's a really poignant, really poignant thing to say. 
and then people just ran with it. Now it's yeah. just so cliche. People don't even understand what they're saying. Like yeah. what the, when they say it, they're just it's just the easy way out. That's kind of like it's the almost the new. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. <laughs> I've never been told that one. Oh my god. I've never been told it's not you. It's me. But I think it I might swear. have been one time. I'm oh not sure, man. But I don't think so. I don't know. Um, that yeah, that one is like a pretty big cop out. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because then, yeah, you're like, it's not you, it's me, but then the next week you see them, they're, maybe it is them. Maybe that's like the, maybe, maybe it truly is them. Yeah. Because they're just not feeling it. It's not, it's, it's not you that's, you're not, it's, it, me and you are a dating port. It's, if I, and I say to you, it's not you, it's me. It's me that's not attracted to you for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's you it's that can't handle, um, whatever's going on you know what yeah. I mean? basically like you're not accepting it. i don't know yeah and another great one is uh <laughs> if you can't handle me at worst you don't deserve me oh, that, oh you know who's gosh. you know whose favorite line that is or that's no detroit loves that we, when we were deployed he would say that all the time he loved that like, he actually did no 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 like, he thought it was oh, funny oh, like, when yeah, people yeah. would say yeah, this, yeah. stuff like that yeah so i'm sure beaver didn't laugh at it because <laughs> beaver it. never laughs at anything <laughs> There's nothing that Detroit so thinks funny that is. Um, okay, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh, this one might be a long one, but I think it should actually be right about on time. Yeah. Um, this is something I've always wondered. So, how are you? How do you become a hero? Right. So, mm-hmm. like, um, this always occurred to me at Pensacola when I would uh, visit the cemetery, mm-hmm. and like. Not to make fun of anybody, right? But, like, for people who, like, I mean, even like us, who are like, we're not in the shit, you know? Like, like fighting and saving, you know, saving lives and, like, really, we're not in that bad of conditions. Like, people who are new, not doing, like, crazy, like, Medal of Honor things. Like, can you be a hero via everyday life? Yes, 100%. So, <laughs> okay, so listen... I, it's funny that you bring this up, right? Because I, I told you I went down um, to Florida to do some training, we'll call it. And um, one of the things that, one of the pieces of literature that they had us read is called, it was an article by Stephen Kinzer called, t- uh, titled, Joining the Military Doesn't Make You a Hero. And um, he brings up the point that there's, you know, just just because you wear a uniform doesn't make you a hero. But there's one, what this relates to basically is there's plenty of people who, and here's how he quantifies it, or qualifies it, I should say, is people who stop society from falling into sickness, um, disorder, despair, and basically um, just general violence. There's Those are the people who are the heroes. So that can be a guidance counselor. That can be a nurse, a police officer, a fireman. All these people who are making societal impacts are everyday heroes. Just because you're not, like in, I think the society that we live in, I think it's partly because of uh, 9-11, the kind of elevated status that we have as military members and the kind of the sacrifice after having been attacked, 
and just kind of everybody seeing as us as like the first line of defenders stopping you know these savages who want to take away America's freedom yeah. we get caught up in saying these are the only people who are elevated to this hero status well no there's people all around our society who day to day you could be just an accountant right and your good dad um, or mother you are a productive member of society you ha- you're making an impact on people's lives around you you're a hero and there's people who on those jobs who have made sacrifices not just physical like uh, like they've given their life in, that, in those uh, circumstances but they've given so much of their lives and they've lost friends and families because they've been dedicated to helping so many people that like, they've neglected their own relationships sometimes those people are heroes and for me to say or maybe you to say that we like I said, we just do our job. We enjoy. It. We're not like the. I don't. Have you ever felt like in super danger? Like felt like you were going to do something that was going to no. be world changing? Like no. I was just talking to Walk this about this actually yesterday. Like I, there's no. Like I. I don't feel like I've done anything world changing. I've just done a fun job and happens to be like it wasn't too crazy. Just do what you do and to my and when I gave this speech, I basically said you know for me to be considered among those people who have sacrificed all that, that's doing a disservice to them, to the sacrifice that they made, whether it's them giving their life or just sacrificing parts of their relationships with their family, friends, coworkers. It's a disservice. So I think definitely there's people who can be heroes without having to go run into a village or and save, you know, so many people or whatever you want to say. But Yeah, I think that's well said. I mean, like... I think, I don't know. I don't know if you could say, like, everybody kind of has their opportunity to do it. You know, say, or, like, you know, those crazy moments or, like, even those, like, um, moments where you kind of get to be extraordinary uh, and, like, kind of what you choose in that moment yeah. is kind of tough. I mean, but the other thing to say is, like, everybody always talks this shit about, like, oh, if, I mean, kind of just, like, unfortunately what happened with the Parkland shooting was, like, uh, what that one sheriff or something didn't go yeah, in. Yeah, man. And it's like everybody was like, "Oh, I would have went in," you yeah. know. And it's like, I don't know if you would have. You know what I mean? Once you hear, like, if if you hear like me with one pistol and like maybe two magazines, and you hear some something that sounds like automatic gunfire going off like crazy, I'm probably holding down the fort too. I mean, yeah. You people, a lot of people talk shit on it because they've never been like, and I can't really speak to it. Other than like times where we thought we got shot at, about that's about the only times yeah. that, like you have the little adrenaline spike and kind of know what you're doing. But people, you don't know you don't know what you're gonna do until bullets start flying. You know, it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> you would like to think you uh, do something, but and certainly that would help you in the moment. Do some, you know, but and, and again, like at the same time, other people have had those moments. And I'm sure everybody's had this where like they were impressed about how they reacted to certain situations, right? Yeah. So Like they're surprised I mean, that they actually did something. Yeah. Not to discredit everyone, but basically what I'm trying to say is like, don't judge other people for what they do unless your meat's in the seat, you know? Yeah. Which is a very good thing. Um, for those of you that don't know, what we're referencing is basically uh, don't like judge a 
don't Monday morning quarterback a pilot's decision or some or like yeah. whoever's decision who actually is in the seat. Yeah, being something. a backseat driver. That's yeah. essentially kind of basically doing. like the Hudson thing. What was that guy? Oh, Scully or whatever. Scully, yeah. Scully, yeah. Landon but, on the Hudson, yeah. Um, yeah. Shoot, what were we talking about before? Uh, oh, yeah. So what I want to touch on basically is um, Kobe had this really cool, Kobe Bryant had this really cool thing where I think it was actually Deer Basketball, which he just got an Oscar for. Pretty yeah, I, I want to see. Like, it's a six-minute video, and you can't find it anywhere. How, what, oh, really? Where is yeah, it? I so know, I saw, that? like, a clip. I don't think it was that, but I just saw him, like, narrating this thing about Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. who is, like, a, you know, a great basketball player. Um, but he was basically talking about how he's extraordinary by doing the ordinary. Like, he's basically talking about, like, um, you know, when you go up against a defender, you can either go left, right, or shoot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, those are basic fundamentals, and Kyrie Irving has that down. Whereas, I mean, most pri- players probably kind of have that down, but he's able to do the extraordinary by doing the ordinary. Yeah, he does the ordinary so well. It yeah. seems like he's doing something yeah. beyond, and he so, just has it down because you're just building onto it, right? So that's kind of like what you're talking about with like everyday people doing ordinary things or yeah. every everyday things. But just doing them in a different way that's abnormal, right? Yeah. So basically what we're saying is like how you react to things and how you see things yeah. is how you do things versus and there's nothing really wrong with this either, but like the guy who does nine to five, doesn't stay a minute late, doesn't, mm. you know, come a minute early, yeah, just does his job and just does it, you know, like yeah. doesn't meet this, you know, exceed the status quo or anything yeah. like that. Um I mean, certainly he could do stuff in between there, but basically what I'm saying is like, as long as you try to do the extraordinary, yeah. I think you'll meet your goals. Doing the common, uncommonly yeah. well, is yeah. that what they say? Yeah. So, that's just what I want to know. That was good. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at, but I remember like I was going through the Pensacola Cemetery, like looking at everybody and be like, I mean, obviously I see those guys as heroes, you mm. know, because uh, they're in a military thing, but I, I was just always wondering about like, in their career, how they yeah. like, felt about all that kind of stuff. And, like, um, am I being, I guess, pretentious? Is that, like, the word of the day today? <laughs> I, I, we've used it quite a few times. Uh, about, like, you know, I'm a military guy, so I'm automatically here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. basically what makes a hero. And I think we've touched on it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? Uh, I really don't. I mean, so what do we... I could, but... Might as well wrap. Yeah. So, so will we, what did we start this one off with? We, Do people change? Yeah, people change. And we kind of had a good segue, but hey, them's the breaks. That's how it be sometimes. Uh, that's what I always tell people about the podcast. Like, they're always like worried about like how they're, what they're going to say. I'm like, yeah. dude, we start with something and it just goes in a crazy direction. Yeah, it's, you know, a, like, it's a conversation piece. That's yeah. like, we can have a quick talk about this. Like people, like when we talk about our podcast, or somebody figures out we have a podcast and they say, "What's it about?" Like people want—they want to say one. Th- they want to hear one thing. They they, wanna, yeah, they always want that quick information. These millennials. Yeah, you know? like and which is we could talk about this real quick <laughs> as well. Um, they they can't. The Pew Research Center came out saying that basically millennials are everybody from 1981, born from 1981 to 1996 or 1997, and people are in the classic millennial fashion, this is how you can guarantee you somebody's a millennial if they fit in that era because you say, hey, you know, 1981 and so on, uh, you're millennial. They're like, no, I don't, I'm not a millennial. I don't fit in that category. Like, 
Guarantee they're a millennial. That's that's the evidence. Like, just embrace it, dude. It's just a generation thing. It's just a name for a generation. It gets this bad rap. Yeah. It's just a generational name. It's all bullshit. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, like, your class is a millennial, but people are like, no, I'm not, I don't believe that. It's like, well, you are, okay? Yeah. But you, it, you're not acting as a millennial, but like, yeah, what the, people you, think of exactly. millennial. Exactly. But the, like, the stereotype. You're not, yeah. you're, fit, you're not fitting the stereotype. But you are a millennial, you yeah. know, like, as according to what this notation is, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. But yeah, kind of talking about when we, like, how many times have we talked to somebody about what our podcast is about? Like, well, what's it about? I'm like, it's, and uh, don't sue me, Jerry. But it's a podcast about nothing. You know, yeah. it's, it, we, we talk about all the a litany of different discussion it's, topics. It's just, we're just talking. It's a conversation. It's a running dialogue. It's like you said, I mean, or it's like our slogan. It's like the lavish journey into enlightenment, right? Dude, so, that's all it is. We're just yeah. trying to figure out how to make it in this world. You know? <laughs> make it in this world and then make it to the next one if that's what your thoughts are. You yeah, know? exactly. It's, it's just discussion pieces, man. People get wrapped up. It's got. It's got to be about something. We're not so, like we don't claim to be subject matter experts. That's why. What that's what makes our podcast great. That's what makes it so lavish. You know? <laughs> and uh, it kind of is like almost like a Seinfeld thing where it's like you know quirks about everyday life as well. You know. Yeah. But I mean, like I remember people would ask us like again, what do you talk about or like, and I'm like. I mean, I just write down things down on my phone of things I think about during the <laughs> yeah. day. You know what I mean? And everybody probably thinks these things, but they don't write them down or think they... Yeah. I mean, every once in a while they'll talk about them, but they don't have this setting, right? So that's yeah. why it's good. So. I think those are always like... And we'll have to talk offline about other uses for it because I think we both keep running, note, or running notes of what to yeah. talk about on podcasts or podcasts, potentially podcast-worthy uh, discussion topics, but um, that'll be for... We can't we can't get away, give away all our secrets. I gotta call out Android here for a second here. Get a fucking memo app that actually works well. <laughs> Alright. The new one the new one's pretty good, but there's always something. This one runs out of characters. What? I'm like, what? how does that make sense? Yeah. That don't make any sense. It's like the smallest file probably ever, right? Yeah. And it's like one, you know, one app doesn't like I keep it on the uh, main page, but I can't click on it and edit within the uh, page or something. It's like there's always something. Just get a fucking app that works. Jesus Christ. Can't all be Apple. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was going to be that yeah, hand, nice comment know. in there. I just hey, lobbed that towards you. It's softball. You know, I'm, you, you couldn't have tossed it up any yeah, softer. I know. But, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. You got anything else? No, that's it. it. Cool. Well. Hey, guys, have a good day. Um Make sure night. to, uh, you know, call your mom, speak to your family. Uh, don't make life about stuff, you know. Yeah. It's Do about, it. it's what, about what's important. the effect that you, you can have I mean? on people. Yeah. And then appreciate the effect they have on you yeah. as well. And also, while we're talking about it, um, stop and smell the roses, you know. Don't worry. Yeah. Things will pass. Bad things will pass. Good things this will pass. So This too shall pass. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's kind of what I'm referencing. So there you go. That's good. Bang. Maybe, maybe for another time. All right. Have a good day. See ya. Bong. See ya. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.